The Carnegie Project on the Education Doctorate, or thankfully CPED for short, is a group of 80 colleges and schools of education, all of whom have committed resources to work together and strengthen the educational doctorate. The WSU College of Education was one of the founding members of CPED. While the college has always had a very strong ed doctorate program, it recognized the value in critical examination of its own program through dialogue, experimentation, critical feedback, and evaluation from other programs. At this year's annual convening, we caught up with Rick Sawyer from the WSU Vancouver campus, and he talked more about CPED and what the College of Education hopes to get from this association. Covering all aspects of teaching and learning, educational leadership and psychology, kinesiology and sport management, it's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. Okay, back here on Education Eclipse, I'm with Rick Sawyer, who's a professor in educational leadership. And today, Rick, we're sitting at the CPED convening. First of all, what is CPED? And what is a convening? Because it seems kind of like a conference, only maybe a little smaller. Right, so we are sitting here um, in downtown Portland at the CPED convening. CPED stands for the Carnegie Project on the Education Doctorate. And it is a um, consortium of universities all over, uh, primarily the U.S., but really Canada. We have some people from New Zealand and a couple of other countries um, who come together as members of this group to talk about the professional practice doctorate and changes in the professional practice doctorate. And so the convening is really where we come together to share ideas and to think about what we're doing. It's kind of a, a large sort of um, community of learners related to this. At Washington State University, in the College of Education, we obviously we have an ed doctor program. It's a good program. We, of course, we have our own challenges. We work on those kind of things. But why would we get outside of ourselves and work with all these other universities to improve this? Why not just pull in as many as we can to this great program and, and you know, pump out ed doctorates? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think um, when, we, um, when we joined CPED, we were one of the um, original founders with um, our then-dean, Judy Mitchell. I think the idea was how can universities sort of um, band together to try to be less idiosyncratic and to take a, um, you know, kind of an, an individualistic sort of approach to problems and actually having um, an approach that um, was shared by a number of universities to really look at how do you solve problems of practice um, in the current landscape um, facing people in education. And as we know, things are really intense right now um, for school kids all over the country, for people working it, um, you know, in, in schools and for community members. So the idea was how do we have a doctorate that actually improves practice and improves the lives of students and then how do we do that in a way that is um, relatively uniform but allowing for regional differences. When you talk about problems of practice, that term of practice, as opposed to what, of, of theory or, or what is that problem of practice? Right, so a problem of practice Often theory should connect to a problem of practice. It should connect to the real world and help us interpret what's happening in the real world. But a problem of practice is a, um, a problem facing people in the field. So in education right now, one of the leading problems is the, um, is the achievement gap or the opportunity gap. Which we've been talking about for quite a few years. <laughs> right, that's, that's just that we've been talking about it forever. And so um, at WSU in the EDD program, over the last year, we took that that topic, the opportunity gap, and we made it a, a central theme 
for our work in the EDD program. So what we did was we had principals and teachers and faculty members look at this really complex problem facing kids in schools uh, from a systemic you know, uh, perspective across the state of Washington. So a problem of practice is something that, f that faces real people um, on the ground where they live and where they work. I, I've definitely noticed a change in the um, educational doctorate at WSU. Um, I'd like to think it's because of this you don't really know for a fact, but I do know that we're much more organized than we had been in the past and that we're looking at things systemically and looking at the people in our program, you know, our, our students who are teachers and educational leaders and superintendents, we're looking at them from sort of a strengths approach and what do they bring to the table um, and how can they work together uh, to solve complex problems from multiple viewpoints. You know, how can they work on this huge puzzle together? That's CPED's approach, and CPED has a number of principles that we, well, we help write, you know, for example, related to social justice, so all that's framed by things, you know, for example, social justice and diversity. Uh, so there's definitely been an influence, it's, it's, but I, I would like to think that we would do that Anyway, since we had a real impact on putting together CPED and helping establish the principles and so on, there are partly things that, you know, we were drawing from our own practices we did that, but CPED has been really good. Yeah, I can imagine it's hard to say this is a direct uh, return on investment because of this, but it right. does play into that. With this convening this year, I know you've, you've talked very globally about what the purpose of, of this convening is, but um, I see our dean, Mike Trevison, is, is one of the first speakers here. Uh, what is he going to touch upon uh, specifically? You know, what are some of the things? Not only him, but maybe a few other people will will deal with in this convening. Right. the The theme for this convening is um, is activism um, for social justice and school leadership. Okay. And so we have a number of you know learning sessions and. Uh, um, a lot of the, the, you know, the keynote and a lot of the other presentations are really about, not just about social justice, but it's really active leadership and critical leadership for social justice. And what is that? And here in, in Portland, there's a lot going on. You know, we have Rethinking Schools. You know, there's this, this incredible kind of tradition of social justice and, and, and activism um, in schools. So we're in a really good location for that. And the focus really will be about what is that? What have we all done? And so, you know, since we're pretty much prepared, we're all coming to the table together to talk about what we're doing, to learn from each other, to try to figure out really how do we, um, how do we improve that? How do we make that better? So it's not just social justice, which is important, but it's leadership and critical leadership for social justice. And that's the theme, so that's the big thread running through most of the stuff here. Right, I mean, how do you take on those items when they, when they come up? And, and certainly Portland is on the forefront. But if you were, if you had your ed doctorate, you were a, a school administrator, a school leader, superintendent, let's just say, and and right now, of course, uh, one of the big topics is is transgender restrooms and things like that in the school. Uh, how do you deal with that? You know, and so I think this is a fantastic yeah. topic. It seems to be very apropos, at least. Of yeah, that's a timely. huge topic. Yeah. Well, you know, let me give you an example okay. from WSU. So one of our speakers. Uh, who Charlene Shea, who will be speaking tomorrow, is um, talking about her dissertation, which she just defended, so it's Dr. Shea now. All right, congratulations. Yeah, and she did her work on looking at middle school girls who did not like the subject of science. Mm -hmm. And she did her research in a, um, 
charter school here in Portland that was a place-based charter school. And it was set up for kids to learn science through place-based education. And so she tracked a small cohort of these students um, who initially did not like science at all and followed them all the way through this you know, one-year program and it turned their lives around. And so that's what really what we want. That's about social justice and it's also about trying to impact the world because now we have a number of people who really would not have chosen science. She looked at partly how did it benefit them, what do they learn about science, but also how did it impact their, um, their perspectives about their futures and their view of their future careers. And now they all kind of want to go into science or at least they're not excluding it. They see it as a possibility. Well, what a fantastic thing then. Uh, to you know, to have anybody be able to hear her experience, her research, right, right, be able to do that. Now, okay, so let's go to the convening versus conference. Why is this a convening? Let's uh, you know, let, let's talk semantics here. Right. So, what makes this a convening? I think the idea is um, semantics. You got it. Um, convenings are pl- similar to conferences, places where people come together to learn. This was um, from the very beginning, sort of conceived of as a learning community where we learn together. And um, we've had sort of the critical friends model here. So it's not just talking at somebody or doing a formal presentation, but really looking at different issues and then having breakout sessions and and working with people at different universities. So these sort of, you know, um, mixed groups of different universities, people working together, looking at things and learning together and sharing what they're doing and learning from each other. So really the emphasis has been on learning rather than just presenting. Conferences are fantastic learning spaces as well. So right, it's, it's, there's a fine point there, I think. I did see a social media post from one of our former deans at the College of Education and he said he, it was a comment about the way conferences often are with the panel and then right. you get the, the folks in the audience that are make, that are asking questions but they're not so much questions rather than they want to show right. how smart they are. And yeah, right, right. <laughs> Lots of sound bites and posturing. And yeah, yeah. Here, we can't do that because you know we're all really talking about our own work, uh-huh. and everybody has the opportunity to do that. So there's no posturing because you're forced to talk about what you're doing. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's the spotlight is really on you. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic, yeah. Rick. Thank you so much. Sure. I, I hope you have a, a, a very valuable convening, and um, and certainly we'll check back in. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Some point. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Education Eclipse, a College of Education podcast from Washington State University.